All right. So welcome to the uh, 2023 digital um, marketing plan for roofing contractors. This is one of my favorite workshops to go through every single year. And um, this is one of the most important things, I think, for any roofing company, any company whatsoever to, you know, really line out your entire year. Um, one of my business coaches, uh, he tells me, uh, and, and it's it's one of my favorite quotes, uh, I think it was from Benjamin Franklin, that if you fail to plan, you're planning to fail, right? So this is uh, what we're going to be working on uh, today. So let me see if I can, here we go. So let's plan for this session. Let's make sure that um, we're in this, we're going to be setting out our clear goals and targets for the year. We're going to realign kind of our KPIs and tracking to achieve you know, optimum outcomes for 2023. Um, we're going to map out a plan on how we're actually going to accomplish this. And we're going to talk about budget. We're going to talk about channels, important trends that are happening in each of these channels in the past, you know, year. Um, and then we're going to set you up for some massive, massive success in 2023 and beyond. Okay. All right. So if you will, this is an interactive workshop. This is not just a you know, you're watching there, you know, on a webinar or something like that. And you're going to listen to me talk for the next hour. Um, if you will uh, go to roofingsites.com forward slash workbook to download the workbook that we're going to actually be working through here. Okay. All right. So before we jump into a whole lot of this, you know, who am I? What me? My name is Chris Hunter. I am the chief marketing officer for roofingsites.com. I am the author of The Ultimate Guide to Digital Marketing for Roofers, this book that I'm holding right here. Um, if you don't have this in your hand yet, uh, uh, just go to go.roofingsites.com uh, and I will if just fill out your information. I will send that book over to you for free. Um, I'm the member. I'm a member of the National Roofing Contractors Association. Um, I'm a father of three. I've got three wonderful kids. Uh, I live in College Station, Texas, by the way, which is about 90 miles northwest of Houston. Uh, most people know where Houston is. Uh, is the home of Texas A&M University. I have been doing SEO since 1998. So if you think about that, that's actually before Google even launched. Uh, my first website that I ranked was on Yahoo. And uh, when Google came around, I just really started focusing on Google, just like, you know, the rest of the world did, because it was a superior and still is the superior search engine uh, out there. Um, so I've been doing this for a really, really long time. Um, <laughs> random fact about me. I like to give my little random facts. Uh, I love to barbecue Texas style. So I love to, uh, you know, cook, uh, smoke briskets on the weekends and uh, all sorts of different kinds of meats. If, if it's a meat, I'm going to smoke it. So um, that is what my other passion is other than search engine optimization and marketing and websites and all that kind of stuff. My mission and the mission of roofingsites.com is to double the size of 100 roofing companies by 2027. This is near and dear to me. Um, because uh, I really sat down a couple of years ago and really started thinking about, you know, what is my mission? What is my personal mission? What is my, you know, reason that God put me on this earth? And, you know, the what I came up with in my head was that I'm here to help small businesses. And because we work with, with roofing companies, 
I'm here to help those roofing companies double in size and get bigger and and really grow their companies because it it exponentially helps um, people, right? And so that's that's kind of my mission uh, here on Earth, I think. Okay, so here we are. This is the 2023 digital marketing plan for roofers. And what we need to do is we're going to set our clear goals here, right? So what are uh, your goals for 2023? Um, there's a little uh, quote here. Success is goals. All else is elementary by Brian Tracy or com commentary. Sorry, I, I completely messed that up. Completely botched that. Okay, so let's talk a little bit of a, about of a problem that I see in the roofing industry. Um, a lot of roofers, they just don't have wind in their sails, right? So they sit in an ocean that is um, not pushing them. You know, if, if, if you envision this, that you're in a sailboat and, and you don't have a clear marketing direction, you don't have clear marketing directives, you don't have clear marketing that's actually helping you push you forward, you're not going to go very far. On the flip side, though, if you set your clear goals, right, you're going to have wind in your sails. And really, that's that's the whole purpose of this entire workshop here. OK. Um, all right. So let's talk about our current snapshot. Um, what is your average monthly revenue? Um, let's let's start there. What, what is that? You know, is it is it um, eighty thousand dollars a month? Is it? Um, $30,000 a month. There's a huge difference there, right? Um, is it $160,000 a month? And are you trying to get to, you know, double that side, double that in your monthly recurring revenue or your monthly revenue? Um, how many jobs do you run per month? Um, some other key metrics that we want to think about here is our average ticket size, um, i.e. your average job size. Um, you know, most of the roofers that I work with is typically around in between 10 and $15,000 uh, range for the roof replacements. Um, and then, you know, what's, what's your average conversion, right? When, when you get someone coming in as a, as a cold lead, that's calling you, that's filling out forms, um, anything like that, what is your conversion rate? You know, start thinking about these things and we're going to put these numbers into our worksheet here in a little bit. And the other thing that I want to put out there is, you know, what's the number of trucks that you currently have, uh, you know, and how many crews are you running? Um, a lot of the roofers that I work with, uh, you know, have like two to three trucks and they want to get to, you know, six trucks, right? And you want to really massively grow. And I think that if you get your marketing right, right, if you get it right and you become omnipresent in your market, you could easily do that. Okay. You can double those trucks. You can double your, your monthly recurring or your monthly revenue. Um, you could, you know, double the amount of jobs that you're getting per month, right? By simply by getting a few of these things that we're going to talk about, right? All right. So what is your long-term vision, right? We talked about where we're at now, but what's the long-term vision? What's your annual revenue? What, what's the amount of trucks, you know, that you want to have by 2025 and why, you know, and I literally just launched a, a video where I went over a goal setting workshop. Um, where we talked about a lot of these things, you know, on YouTube and, you know, this is one of the main things that I'd like to help with and start helping with is, is that you've got to have that long-term vision, right? And you've got to be able to communicate that out to all of your employees, right? Um, I, this is from entrepreneurs operating system. That's what uh, roofingsites.com roofing sites.com is on. Um, 
And uh, Entrepreneur's Operating System is a system built by Gina Wickman that um, he starts with your vision. Your vision is uh, starts with your big, hairy, audacious goal. What do you, what is it going to look like? You know, uh, three, five, ten years from now. What's your moonshot, right? And then you work your goals backwards from there. Okay, so if you will, real quick, let's go ahead and jump into um, the worksheet. There is a worksheet that I've got here that'll help us uh, plan this. Um, so if you go to roofingsites.com forward slash 2023 dash worksheet, um, let's let's go ahead and work through this, okay? Um, I've got it open right over here. By the way, Ross, I forgot to ask before I jumped into all of this. Do, are y'all seeing my screen? I guess I should have asked that, huh? You still there, Ross? Ross is... Uh, yes, right yeah, doing there. good. All awesome. good. Cool, cool, cool. Awesome. Okay. So um, let's talk about this. It's, and it, Go ahead and open this up. up and the on this very first screen here, okay, what we want to look at and initially just put in here is, you know, what do we want to get to, right? So if we're looking at, let's say this year, that our goal is to go from three to six million, Okay. Then you would put that $6 million in here. Okay. For your, your annual revenue goal. All right. Um, and then your monthly target revenue, right. will will be automatically done. So let's say I'm going to go ahead and illustrate. I'm going to put in 3 million here. Okay. Let's say that I'm going to go from two to 3 million or one and a half to 3 million. Okay. By doubling. So in order to get there, our monthly revenue target is going to have to be around $250,000 that we're bringing into the company, right? And then what we want to put next here is our average job value, right? Uh, most workers, like I said earlier, that or most roofing companies that I work with are around ten dollars to $15,000. So I went ahead and put in $15,000 here. And so what this does is this gives you a clear picture here of, um, you know, how many service calls are, are you going to need in order to hit your monthly goals, right? Um, 17 jobs. I think that's doable for, for most uh, roofing companies. Um, if you get all of your digital marketing pieces right and you get your lead flow coming in, you should be able to hit that, right? The next is, you know, what's your average conversion rate? So the the white, if you notice, these white fields here are the fields that, that we can actually change, okay? Um, so... Put in your your conversion rate from a cold lead to uh, jobs here, um, and oh by the way, those those of y'all, I, I just kind of jumped into this. If you will go over here to uh, file, and then make a copy right here, and that way you can actually put uh, make changes to this worksheet as as we're talking. Okay, so we've got our annual revenue, we've got our average job size, our conversion rate. You know, I put 25% in here. It could be 20%. It could be, you know, a lot of roofers tell me at the initial stages of us working together, oh, I, I close at 80%. But once we put them into a CRM, we we really find out that they might only be at 10%, right? So let's be realistic here, right? And let's, let's put in your real true sales, um, you know, conversion rate. And these are for cold leads. These are for leads coming from you know, Google and coming from Facebook and, and coming from all over the internet, people that really don't know you, right? So you have to work them a little bit different than you would a referral lead. Okay. So a referral lead, you could probably, 
you know, take your time on getting back with them, all that kind of stuff. Um, however, a cold lead, you want to make sure that you're getting back within five minutes. The latest research shows that if, if you haven't called back in five minutes, okay, uh, then that person has already called four or five other roofing companies. Okay. So it's super, super important. You're calling them back and then you are following up every single day until you get them into an appointment. Okay. All right. So let's be realistic here. Let's put our, our conversion rate. Okay. So if I put in my conversion rate of 20% here, number of leads that I need per month to hit my target is going to be 83 leads. Totally doable, right? To totally doable. If you have, um, you know, your, your, all of your marketing going right. Okay. Meaning that you've got, and we're going to talk about all this stuff here in this workshop, but you know, you want to make sure that, that you're pretty much omnipresent in your entire market. Now, the next thing that we need to, to put in here, right. Are, you know, what's that average cost per generated lead? This varies obviously by market. This, this varies by the service that we're targeting. You know, a lot of our um, roofers that we work with do gutters and siding and windows. So, you know, I put in a few industry, um, uh, numbers here on this worksheet. So you, you get a good base feel for that. But what we're seeing right now for an average lead coming in from a cold lead coming in from the internet is around $87 per lead. Okay. Um, this can change, you know, just put your, what you're getting in right now. So what this does, this gives us our base budget, right? What we should be really thinking about if we want to hit our target. So what this is doing is taking this, uh, this number right here and multiplying it out by this $87 per lead. Okay. So, um, hopefully this makes sense. If you, if it doesn't, uh, feel free to unmute yourself and ask a question real quick before we move on. If it is making sense, just hit uh, one in the uh, chat. Okay. Let me see. I don't even have chat going on here. All right. I see one. Yep. Yep. Okay. Cool. 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 One, one, one. All right. Okay. So the next tab over here, this is where we start getting into the nitty gritty of, of everything. Okay. Um, so if, if our annual projected revenue, okay, I'm going to put in, what did I have over here? I had 3 million, I think. Right. So let's put in 3 million. All right. And our marketing budget. Right. So this is, I get asked this question a lot. Um, and in fact, this is one of the most frequently asked questions, you know, how much should I spend on marketing? Well, I'm going to tell you as much as you possibly can, because the person, uh, the company that, that is spending the most is actually going to get the most leads, right? So, um, from a marketing standpoint, from a marketing director and, and chief marketing officer, it's, it's basically what you can afford right now. Okay. So basic rule of thumb is around you know, eight, 10%, um, upwards of 15% of your overall revenue. Okay. So I put in 8% here, but in your situation, it might be something closer to like, you know, 3% of what you could afford to spend. So what that says is that for our total marketing budget here, right, we should be spending and planning out for this year for 2023 with being able to spend $90,000. Okay. That's a big number, but not really when it comes down to it, because you've got to be able to run ads. You've got to be able to do all sorts of things and initiatives to get in front of your target audience. Okay. Um, so this leaves us with an average monthly budget of 7,500, uh, which is really, really, really close to what I typically see with a lot of my roofers. Okay. Um, 
I forgot to change the year here. Let's add 2023 right there. Okay. And so the other part here is that we want to think about how are we going to allocate this? Okay. So um, I like to see uh, around 70% being spent online because that's where people are nowadays. And especially since COVID, um, behave, uh, consumer behavior in general has drastically changed. And so we have to be putting the vast majority of our budget into online. Okay. And what does that mean? Pay-per-click ads on Google, LSA ads, um, uh, Facebook ads, those types of things. We, we want to be in, making sure that we are everywhere that your consumer is. Okay. Um, however, we can't ignore offline it marketing, right? We, we need to do some offline marketing, things like wraps for your trucks, things like um, door hangers, things like signs, right? These are all the typical things that, that, you know, roofing companies really truly need and still work, right? When you canvas, uh, um, you know, neighborhoods, that still works, right? It didn't there for a while during COVID, but I'm seeing more and more roofers doing that. Now I'm going to tell you that if it's working, don't take that away. Okay. Um, so as you can tell, it's a little bit smaller of a budget here because, you know, you don't really need a whole heck of a lot, uh, for the, for signs and for door hangers and stuff like that in the grand scheme of things. Uh, so we're going to put that at, at 20% and then allocated to repeat business. Right. So this is, you know, where you have like, um, referrals coming in and, and you want to make sure that, that you have a budget set aside for, um, incentivizing those people. So I tell everyone that I, that I talk with, go to Texas Roadhouse because Texas Roadhouses are everywhere, right? They're not just here in Texas. And yes, I realize I'm here in Texas, but you know, they're not just in Texas. They, and everybody loves steaks, right? Not everybody, but the vast majority of people do. So what I tell my roofers is go to Texas Roadhouse and, and on their website, they have a link to where you can add your logo onto gift cards and you can, you can load them up those gift cards up with, you know, $200 because that's about what it takes to <laughs> take a family of, of four to Texas roadhouse these days. Um, so if for every referral, you want to give out that gift card, thank you so much for and send it to them and, and thank them. Right. So in this scenario here, we're going to allocate about $9,000 to that, those gift cards, right? And that sounds like a lot, but those referrals are gold right? Those are the easiest leads that you can possibly get and work and convert into sales. Okay. So in this part of the, um, you know, worksheet here, what this has done is this is broken down really what we're going to be, you know, looking at is taking this number here for these columns and breaking it down and then taking this number and breaking it down over here and taking this number and breaking it down over here for repeat business. Okay. So if you think about it, $750 a month, when you divide that out by a $200 gift card, right, that's like three referrals per month, right? Um, maybe four. Uh, and, you know, so we want to make sure that, that we incentivize those people. All right. Any questions on this before I move on to the next tab? Is everybody still with me? If so, type a one into the chat. Awesome. Awesome one. All right. Cool. 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 All right. So next let's look over here to the average cost per lead by source. Right. So I put in some standard numbers that we see, um, 
in here uh, just so that you have a good idea. So if you do roofing, obviously, you know, uh, your roofing company, you're going to be doing roofing, right? But a lot of roofing companies do, you know, siding and windows and, and so forth, right? So we put in uh, what we're, what we're really seeing, you know, $87, uh, uh, per lead on pay-per-click 67 for LSA ads. Those are local service ads, um, repeat and referrals doesn't take much, right? It, it, so it's a lot cheaper, uh, for those leads. Um, uh, and that's just with done with, uh, what we're going to talk about here in a little bit, but you know, mainly with email marketing and with word of mouth, you know, through um, your social campaigns, as well as just uh, having your sales staff and, and customer service staff, you know, really talk about those. Um, so the blended average here comes to about $53 per lead here. All right. Um, and then of course I put in average tickets. So um, anyways, the, the big part of this worksheet is right here. Where do you want to allocate all of these? You can change these numbers. Okay. Um, because, you know, we realize that if you're up North, you know, it, obviously it's snowing right now, right here in college station, it's 22 degrees. So I'm, I, I know for a fact that that further up North it is snowing. Right. And so you have to deal with those kinds of things. And so maybe your, your business is a lot slower this time of year. Okay. For the next couple of months. So you might want to allocate the budget a little bit differently here. So let's say that, that we say 6%. Uh, instead of the 8.33%, right? Um, we can change these numbers and it, it'll change the amount of budget that we need to set aside um, for this. Now, the common question I get, by the way, on this online marketing budget overall right here, this is your ad spend. This isn't paying for somebody to run those campaigns for you, okay? that's That should be based off of that's that's basically like having an employee, right? And having uh, a a singular or or a bunch of employees doing this kind of work for you, or paying for someone like us as your outsourced marketing department to do all of this stuff for you. Okay, so this is completely separate. This is just what you're spending on the ad spend. Hopefully, that's clear. All right, so let's go ahead and jump back to the presentation here. Okay. Yeah. All right. We went through all this stuff. I'm going to skip through it. All right. So let's talk about our marketing strategy now. Okay. How do we drive leads? This is really, um, you know, the super important part there, but this right here, the, the four R roofer marketing system, this is, um, a system that I've built over the past 20 years. Okay. And this is something that I outlined in my book, the ultimate guide to digital marketing for roofers. So it's made up of four pillars, right? And if you get all of these four pillars, right. Okay. You're going to increase your, your lead flow dramatically. Okay. So if you look at the bottom, the bottom here, the very foundation of all of your marketing is your reputation. Okay. Uh, you won't be able to do anything. Nothing else will work unless you have a very solid foundation, just like when you're building a house. Okay. So this includes for us a high conversion website. It also includes online reviews. Okay. Um, your high conversion website, we're going to talk about this in a little bit, but you know, if your website is converting at, and then this is a really easy metric to figure out, right? How many leads are you getting from your website and how much traffic are you getting from your website? And if you're converting at, let's say 1%, you've got an issue, 
right? Or sometimes we see even less than that, right? Because they're they're not found on Google. They're not found anywhere on Google. There's three spots mainly on Google to be uh, placed. And, and if they're not anywhere on that, then then in Google's eyes and when in most consumers' eyes, they don't exist, okay? So anyways, the, the high conversion website, there's certain things that you can do nowadays and you should be doing nowadays to ensure that, that you're creating a website that actually converts. Um, and then online reviews are super, super important. You can't, I can't tell you how many roofers, uh, Google my business or Google business profiles, what it's called that I go to that have like one review or five reviews, right? If you've been in business for any length of time, you should have at least a hundred reviews. Okay. And let me repeat that. You need to have your benchmark, your KPI needs to be a hundred reviews. And that's simply because most people will look at that first when they are researching and, and it's shown now on Google itself, right? Uh, what, how many reviews that you have and what, what your rating is. Okay. It's right there, clear in front of people. And if you have a very small amount of reviews and then the other two in the three pack there have more reviews than you and are, are better rated they are going to go, they're going to call them and not you. Okay. So this, this base system here, this, this your website and online reviews are super, super important. The next pillar is reach. Okay. Reach is really simple. We're getting in more in front of more people today than knew about us yesterday. Okay. Um, this is where most um, companies really try to, um, uh, get and 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 most of their initiatives are are really about is this reach pillar and for us that means you know search engine optimization, Google Maps, Google Ads, Facebook Ads, content marketing, social media, so all of these things are are what's helping driving those leads you know and getting in front of people today. Now, that being said, this system is an evergreen system, okay. And what I mean by that is that when things stop working in a pillar, we simply take them out, right? So a great example of this, and I give this example all the time, is uh, the yellow pages. The yellow pages literally just don't work nowadays, okay? I don't care what market that you're in. I don't care where, you know, you, you say that your target audience is is 65 plus, you know, they, they still don't use the yellow pages. The yellow pages have been replaced by this $1,000 machine sitting in your pocket. Okay, uh, Google iPhone or or Android phone, whatever, right? Google has replaced the yellow pages, so it is no longer in the system, and it is replaced with Google Ads and in search engine optimization and maps and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, all right, looking at a question real quick. We're going to pause here. Um, how do you recommend? Emily asked, "How do you recommend to push for reviews on past projects?" That is a great question. Okay, so um, what I tell all of my roofers is: one, you have to have a system. Okay, you have to have a system in place. You cannot rely on your sales staff. You cannot rely on the owner to do this stuff. Right? You have to have a system in place. The system we put into place, uh, we call it the review machine for our clients. Um, and basically we coach them on when you close out a job, you fill out this form and let the system ask them for reviews. Okay. So our system uh, sends out six messages 
asking for a review. Um, and it bounces back and forth in between uh, SMS messages uh, asking, hey, how did we do? And uh, email messages asking the same thing. Okay, so it just kind of bounces back and forth. If they fill it out, if they fill out, you know, the form and 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 leave a review for you, then it takes them out of that drip system. Okay, so but the key here on all of that, in my opinion, is that you do it at their peak happiness moment, which is right when you close that job. Okay, think of it like the dentist office, or if you've been to any kind of urgent care or doctor system in the past, um, you know, decade you get these messages immediately after they, they, you know, you pay and you leave their office. Okay. Uh, you want to do the same exact thing. Exactly when you close out that job is when you want to uh, ask them for a review. Does that make sense? And then also to touch on that, what do you recommend for someone that might be three months old or six months old that you didn't hit them at that peak happiness? So, so that's a good question too. And this is something that we, we typically see you want to get gather your entire database, right? And put them into this drip system as well. All right. Basically anyone that you've ever done business with, it doesn't matter whether at their peak happiness moment or not, it's more effective when it is, but um, you want to just put them into a system like this, that, that goes out and asks for that review. Okay. Um, hopefully that makes sense. And then the other thing that you can and should do is follow up with, with a phone call. You know, because sometimes people will ignore emails, they'll, they'll ignore text messages. But if you've got someone that um, is, you know, just answering phones or something like that at your office, put them at five phone calls a day or 10 phone calls a day going through your database asking for those reviews. You know, hey, we, we came out and we noticed that, that we gave you five star service, but you haven't left us a review yet. Would you mind doing that? Okay, on awesome. Yeah. So I'll, I'll send you the link right after this. So it it's just it. It's just that follow-up customer service piece, you know, really is is where it becomes super important, right? Okay, so the next pillar is resell, okay? This is super, super important because you want to, um, you're eight times more likely to sell to somebody who's purchased from you before in the past. So we do this with something that's, that's called uh, database reactivation. Um, and this is taking that database, that, that cold, old, older database of, of, let's say you've got, you know, a thousand jobs that you've done in the past, you know, 10 years, we're going to put those all into our system and, and let, let the system ask them, you know, Hey, how are things going? You know, is it, it you know, do you, do you need help? That kind of stuff, you know, that it's just a kind of a, a good customer service piece, but it's also, um, really good for sales because, you know, people go, oh yeah, that's right. I, I was thinking about that. You know, we had a windstorm come through, uh, you know, or a hailstorm come through and I haven't done anything about that roof. So it kind of jogs their memory. Right. Um, the other things that we do here are retargeting ads. So anyone that goes to your website, we want to make sure that we're, we're following them around with our ads. Okay. Um, we do lead nurturing and then a monthly newsletter. Um, Lead nurturing, we're going to get into that here in a little bit, but lead nurturing is important because you want to be able to um, take people from a cold lead or into, you know, from having done business with you before to into an appointment. So you have to systematically do that these days uh, using marketing uh, tools that are out there. Um, 
And a monthly newsletter is super important because you've got to stay top of mind with them. So if you're not sending out a newsletter right now, that is the cheapest and easiest way for you to stay in front of the people who have done business with you before. Okay. So do that now. And what do you, what do you talk about? Talk about things that are happening, right? Uh, with our roofers, um, we leverage the content that we're producing uh, for search engine optimization purposes. And we leverage that and add that into the newsletter. And then we put a little, uh, you know, like a paragraph or two above all of that. And just, hey, Merry Christmas. I mean, we're December 23rd right now, right? So we're all of our newsletters that went out this week uh, for us and all of our clients are, hey, Merry Christmas. You know, we hope you have a happy new year and all that kind of stuff. We'll be back in the office at blah, 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 whatever date that that is, right? Um, okay, so the last pillar, the top, the peak pillar is referrals. This is what... Honestly, most small businesses are built on, but yet they have a horrible system in place in order to actually ask for those referrals, right? We talked about that a little earlier uh, with the referral cards, um, you know, the, the gift cards for to Texas Roadhouse. You got to let people know, hey, we have this referral system in place. Who do you know that can use our, use our help? Um, and so we like... Everything here is we like automation. So we build automated drip systems for this. We call it our referral machine. And, you know, it's just one of those really important things that can massively change, you know, what, how, how your business is getting new sales. So, um, but very few businesses, very few roofing companies for sure actually have a referral system in place and actually work that referral system. Okay. All right. Before we move on, any, any questions on anything that I've gone over? This is, this is the four hour roofer marketing system. This is what I um, have been developing over the past 20 years in, in the digital marketing space. All right. Everybody with me, give me one in the chat. If you're with me, if you're all right. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. Cool. All right. So here's the question. Where do we spend the, our, where do we focus on? What do we, where are we going to put our energy, right? In 2023? Well, I have a checklist, right? And it's in the workbook. Um, if you downloaded the workbook, um, the checklist will help you identify all of these areas in all of these areas, what you need to focus on, right? Because it's the things that are not checked. Okay. And we're going to go over a few of these here today. Now, before we get move on, I, I just want to, and I, I, almost every single webinar that I do on on every single workshop, on every single inbound client that um, that we onboard, we we go over this concept right here. Your website is the central hub of all of your digital marketing efforts. Okay, and it is very important for your website to be functional, to be high conversion, to be fast to be mobile, all of these things kind of go into that equation. Okay. So why would you have a high conversion website? Okay. Why is it so important? Well, in scenario one over here, we've got 1500 visitors per month with a 5% conversion rate. Okay. Which like, remember I was telling you, if, if you have a 1% conversion rate, you have a major issue. Okay. Um, so out of those 1500 visitors, you would get, you would expect about 75, uh, calls or, and, or forms being filled out, uh, per month, right. Which, um, if you convert from a cold sale and I'm being very generous here 
from a cold sale to a, uh, or sorry, cold lead to a sale at a 30% conversion rate that gives you 22 book jobs. Okay. Which is um, at a $15,000 average transaction, that would be $330,000 that, that month. Okay. Scenario two, let's say that we change this, this conversion number to 15%, right? That's doable. And we're going to talk about here in a little bit how to do that. But if we do that, that number at the very end, right? The book jobs uh, switches to 67 uh, with nothing else changing, right? And then your your monthly uh, revenue would be a million dollars, right? So it's 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 literally tripling the amount of leads and revenue that you're making simply by changing that conversion rate on your website. So super important. All right. Um, if you haven't yet, I uh, put this in here because I wasn't sure if everyone is going to be able to download that by this point, but make sure that you go to roofingsites.com forward slash workbook, uh, click on the file copy and put it into your own Google Drive uh, to be able to um, you know, uh, download it or whatever that you're going to do with it. But this it's a workbook that I've been working on for a while here. Okay. All right, so how do we optimize for conversions, right? We have leads coming in. You want to convert that into calls, into forms being filled out, right? Estimates being filled out, all those kinds of things, right? So there are 12, in my opinion, uh, critical elements here, okay? So one, you've got to talk to your target avatar. So what's an avatar? An avatar is your your ideal uh, customer, right? Is someone that uh, you have a worksheet set out, that outlines exactly who that person is, right? But you've got to be able to talk to that visitor, that person coming to your website and what's going through their mind, you know, their fears, their their um, their questions that they have and, and to be able to answer those things and, um, you know, really answer the question of why they should choose you, right? Um, you got to be real. Uh, all of our roofers really for the past five years to... Excuse me. To I don't know about eight years, we've been recommending that they need real pictures, pictures of their jobs, pictures of their team, pictures of them and their family, right? Because it makes it authentic. Um, it makes the company, um, well, it makes that visitor that's coming to your website in their brain go, oh, this is a real company, right? Because there's so many spam websites out there, right? That the very first thing going through anybody, anybody's mind is, is this a real company, right? And so we want to be able to, to um, tackle that right then and there, okay? Um, we want to have video because video uh, helps people, you know, get to know, like, and trust you. And so that's an important thing. And if you can, if you can convey that no like, and trust very quickly using a video, like a welcome video on your homepage and possibly, you know, mix throughout your services pages, then it just makes it easier for them to make a decision. Oh, I like Chris. Chris is a good guy. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and call them. Okay. And that's the very first step that we want them to take. Okay, so I talked about this welcome video on your website, videos for each of your services, and a video explaining why someone should contact you versus the competition. What differentiates you in your market from your competitors? Okay, this might be customer service. This might be um, the longevity of how long you've been in business. This might be your reviews. You might highlight your reviews that that you've had uh, on uh, Google My Business or Yelp or something like that. Right. Um, 
Okay. You also want to leverage social proof, right? Uh, showcase those online reviews like I was talking about uh, with a tool like BirdEye or ReviewBuzz, or we've built something uh, in-house to do that as well for our roofers uh, that we call um, the the CRM. It's called the appointment machine, but uh, it it helps us to be able to take those reviews and add them to your website. And we want to make sure that we get the basics in order. You know, we, we want the phone number to be in the upper right-hand corner. We want to ensure that there's a form, right? You can't imagine. I, I look at, at roofing sites all day long, right? And I the, these are the fundamental things, right? They A lot of them don't even have a form on their website and, and an easy way to contact them. You want to add uh, credibility with uh, symbols like BBB, Angie's List, but you also want to put in the NRCA, RCAT if you're in Texas, you know, uh, whatever associations that you belong to, as well as, you know, I, um, a lot of our roofers, we put in GAF, you know, Master Certified, um, you know, Certainty, and all those kinds of, of little trust symbols uh, on that front page, right? And that's just simply so that they say, oh, this is a real company, okay, in their brain. This is helping to reinforce that. The other thing is you want to make sure you have clear calls to actions on every page. Um, you know, what is a call to action? Click here to call, right? That's a good call to action. Click for estimate as a good, uh, or schedule an estimate or schedule an appointment, right? Those are really clear call to actions that you want to put, not get started. <laughs> you know, that's a very weak uh uh, call to action. It doesn't truly tell them what exactly to do. A call to action is exactly that. It tells them exactly what you want them to do, right? And, oh, okay. And then the other part, you know, you sp again, you're speaking to your customer uh, avatar and tell them exactly what you want them to do. Um, and then any kind of specials that you have, we don't really have a lot of specials that we run, you know, as roofing companies, um, you know, 10% off of this and that kind of a thing. But if you do run any kind of a special, you want that clear and right up front, um, you know, and, and very easy for them to understand. Okay. As soon as they get to the website, make sure it is mobile. It is your website has to be mobile nowadays. I mean, and if it's not mobile, right, that tells me that you haven't bothered to update your website in the past 10 years because I have been building mobile websites for the past 10 years. So it's, 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 it, and it's clear to your target audience too, that you just don't care about the marketing of your business. If you haven't updated that in the past decade, right? Um, make sure that you do put these clear uh, call to actions right up at the top uh, with ours. We'd like to put a um, phone number Right, that comes up. So typically, on most of our websites that we build, have the logo and then a phone number that you can click on, that will pull open, you know, on their phone, uh, their their calling app. Okay, um, that helped dramatically change conversions when we did that. Okay, so um, you want to make sure that it make it easy for them to contact you. Okay, live chat has been a new thing that has come around. It's not new. It's been around for a really long time. I've been adding it for our customers and our clients for a really long time, but we built a tool with our CRM that, that um, you can add live, live chat that since COVID, we have noticed a huge uptick in the people who are filling out a live chat versus phone calls versus uh, actual form. So if you don't have live chat on your website right now, I highly, highly, highly recommend it because we're seeing about 80% of the leads from the website going through that chat right now. So that's, you know, 
you're, if your competitors have that and you don't, you're going to be losing out on leads. The next thing is, and this is kind of newer, and this is what we do for our own site. If you go to roofingsites.com in the upper right-hand corner, there's a schedule uh, button, right? Schedule an appointment button. And I love that because it it is just another way for people to get in on your schedule, okay? Um, and allows them to book online, right? People like these self-help tools. And um, again, the easier that you can make it, for um, the online visitor coming to your website, the better. Okay. Now, in the past couple of years, um, you know, I'm in a mastermind group with uh, 300, and I think we're close to 400 uh, other agency owners. We did a test a couple of years ago on speed and, and SEO, and we noticed that that uh, the faster websites, right, were ranking higher. Well. And, and that Google has placed more and more and more importance on site speed in the past couple of years. So what that means is that they realize that your user experience, okay, with a visitor coming from their website to your website is important, okay? So you want to make sure that you have a very, very fast website. Now, how fast is that? Um, this website has to load within three seconds. Literally, it has to load in three seconds. So you want to make sure that you can um, uh, get that loaded up as fast as you possibly can. And and why do I say that? Well, if they if 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 it doesn't load in three seconds, people start bouncing, right? They they leave your website. They hit that back button, and that's the last thing that you want them to do. Especially if you're paying for pay per click ads and you have paid you know twenty five thirty dollars to get them to your website. Okay. Um, and then the last is engage via SMS and uh, phone uh, via marketing automation. This is something that's been relatively new in the past um, couple of years for us. We build out nurture campaigns for every single one of our clients that automates a an SMS and, and uh, uh, phone uh, as well as uh, email drip campaigns, uh, depending on the interaction that that happens. So let's say that someone goes to your website, they they click on the phone number, you don't answer, right? Which is very common. And if you don't answer, how do they have a way to get with you, right? So we have a, a nurture campaign that is a missed call text back, right? So, hey, so sorry, we missed your call. When's a good time for us to call? It's just a quick and easy little SMS, okay? Um, okay, any questions on this before we, we go through? Um, all right, awesome. Yeah. All right, everyone with me still? Give me one in the chat, if you will. I'm going to take a drink. All right, awesome, awesome. Okay, so this is straight out of, uh, you can go to our website and download this uh, checklist, right? Um, and it's part of the workbook. Uh, but um, these are the steps to go through, right? These are the things to ask yourself, um, you know, if your website is, is optimized for conversions. Do you have the phone number in the top corner? Uh, are you using authentic images? Do you have a compelling call to action after every block of text, by the way? Not just one on the whole website, which is very, very common. You want to actually make sure that that you can actually get that contact in every as they scroll down the website, right? Um are you giving customers the option to engage via chat as your website? So these are all the things that we just talked about. Just so literally check it off as you go through. Okay. 
Okay, so we're going to pause here for just a second. What takeaways have we gotten so far from this? Any any major aha moments yet? It's all about those reviews. That's the main thing. It is all about the reviews. That's right. Um, super important. Um, the other key takeaway for me, I would, I would say, you know, you've got to have a fast conversion friendly website. Okay. Um, for sure. Yeah. I think, uh, probably the, uh, making sure that the mobile website is functioning and efficient is, is very key to have those, uh, schedule buttons and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, Call call to action at the very top of it is uh, obviously very very crucial. That's where the majority of people are going to be doing their searching from on their phones. For sure, absolutely, and and really the key on all of that is just to make it easy to get that lead. Right, the easier yeah. you make it to get that lead, um, the more chances you're giving your website to actually do its job. You know, so yeah, for sure. All right, let's move on. And I realize that we're coming up almost to an hour, right? Uh, we've got a ways to go on this. I'm sorry. This is one of the, like I said, when we first started out, this is one of the most important, um, you know, things that you can do for your business right now. This time of year is really line out your goals, line out what you're going to do on marketing initiatives. Okay. Uh, for the next year. Okay. So let's talk about search because search is extremely, extremely important. Uh, these days and has been for a really, really long time. Um, like I said, I've been, I've been in search engine optimization since 1998. Um, we first started doing it for clients in 2005. Um, when, uh, we finally broke down and our, our clients broke us down and like, Hey, can you do for us what you do for yourself? Because at that time we were, we were taking up a whole bunch of spots, uh, on Google for our, our major search engine terms. Okay. Um, so there are three main spots and it was hard to do this uh, to show here, but you've got three, actually four new areas, four main areas to be placed inside of uh, any Google search engine result page nowadays. Okay. So you've got these right up here, which are local service ads. Um, local service ads are the Google guarantee, you know, uh, ads. We help our clients get these uh, set up and get them really fine tuned. Um, the ad section is also important here, right? Um, because the more places that you are on that website, on that search engine result page, the more it anchors in, in the visitor's mind, the searcher's mind that you are a reputable company because Google only really places reputable companies up there. Okay. Um, the next section is down over here. Uh, th that's the maps section. Uh, typically there are three, sometimes a fourth, uh, listing there, like a three organic and one, one ad. Uh, sometimes it depends on the market. Um, you know, we see a lot, a lot, a lot of the uh, traffic and calls coming from that right there from, from Google maps. Okay. So it's super important to be there. And then of course the organic area um, and you know, the organic area is, is like everything down below that three pack. I put these side by side here so you could kind of see really, and I just did a real search, real quick search here in College Station, you know, roofing company. So one of our clients is done right roofing. Uh, they're right here. They're over here in the ads. They're right here in, in maps. They're, they're, I think up here on, on the, uh, 
organic area. So, I mean, the more chances that are, the more that you put yourself into the position on those search engine result pages, the higher chance you have of getting a lead in from Google. Okay. And again, Google is super important because that has replaced the yellow pages. Okay. When uh, you're ranked on Google, you're, you're actually in the right place at the right time that people are searching for your services. Okay. Um, all right. So SEO matters. It matters a lot. Okay. Um, you can't rely on pay-per-click alone because we have a lot of company that, uh, you know, rely on pay-per-click. Pay-per-click does work. We get leads in all the time for our clients uh, via pay-per-click. In fact, that's the the one of the first initiatives that we like to do because we can we can instead of waiting on search engine optimization to to work, you know, which might be six months down the road or nine months down the road b- before it really starts kicking in, um, we like to run uh, set up those local service ads. We like to uh, set up uh, ads, you know, and and yeah. Emily said, you know, personally, I avoid the ads. A lot of people say that. A lot of people do avoid those ads, right? Um, the latest statistics that I read was, and that we see very commonly, is that the ads area gets about a one to 2% click-through rate, maybe upwards of three, okay, uh, percent uh, click-through rate, meaning that out of 100 people that that saw that ad, only three people clicked on that ad, okay? A lot of people don't trust that the ads section. So they scroll right down to the, to the maps. Okay. Um, so super, super important to be in those areas, but it's also important to be in on those ads. Okay. So let's talk about some on-site optimization, right? Uh, a strong website, uh, with good content and a good user experience is totally needed. You know, um, we need to leverage multimedia, to improve on-page time, uh, and this means that use use YouTube, right? YouTube is the number two search engine in the world. Um, not a lot of people know that. Uh, it's not Bing. It's not Yahoo. Those those have been p- replaced completely by by YouTube itself. And guess who owns YouTube? Google. So uh, in order to speed up those multimedia uh, videos, those drone videos, or those customer service videos, or the video from the owner, right? Um, we'd like to place those on, on YouTube for search engine optimization purposes, but also to help speed that up because Google has really, really sped up those, those videos on, on YouTube. Um, you want to make sure that you have pages for each of your services. I see this every day, about 10, 15 times a day when I'm talking with, with roofers, this is the very first thing that we identify that, that they're doing wrong for search engine optimization. So what I mean by this is that you need a services page along that matches matches up with your area. Okay. So let me give you a, for instance, okay. Roofing company, college station, right? Uh, roofing contractor, college station, roofer, college station. Those are three separate pages that you should have on your website. Okay. Um, for every location that you want to target, you want to also multiply that out times those, those keywords plus locations. Okay. I like to target a singular keyword for a singular page. Okay. That is completely optimized for that. And optimization strategies, uh, have varied in the past, you know, I don't know, 10 years for sure. But what has not changed is that Google really, really, really likes these service pages. Uh, service plus location pages. So we built a tool um, 
for us and our, for our clients to help us build these out because it's, as you can imagine, it's a, uh, uh, it's very time consuming to, to write out each of those pages. So we wrote, you know, programming, uh, we paid a programmer and, and he constantly is working on this tool to improve it. Um, but it builds out a massive amount of these pages. In fact, you know, most SEO companies will start with 10 to 20 keywords um, for these types of pages. We start with 400 because of our tool and we add 400 every single quarter. So we have some clients that have upwards of three, 4,000 uh, of these landing pages and, and it helps really spread the, the footprint out for them. Okay. But takeaway here is that you've got to have a page that matches up with, with your location okay, and your service. Okay. Um, pages for cities that you serve, unique content and nearby, um, nearby now is, is a new tool that's out. Um, and so nearby now, basically you have all of your service tech technicians uh, installed on their phone. And as they go out, you know, into the field, it reports back to Google right where they are at and so it helps really build that that profile of where your company is okay um really really cool tool there you want to have unique content on every page because uh, google long time ago um said you know and realized that people were building out these pages like what i'm talking about um and in fact we did it too and we got slapped by google uh with some of our sites um, because they were basically the same type of pages, you know, built out, uh, all over the place, uh, that had the same exact content and you just switched out the keywords, you know, and the location, right? Well, Google wised on to that. Um, I think that was 2012, uh, when they released the, uh, Panda update. Um, and so now our tool builds out a unique page for each of those pages. Okay. So you want to make sure that you have unique content on every page. Um, put your keywords uh, in the title and the H1 tags. Um, the title is, is what you see in the search engine bar. Um, uh, it's also what is pulled up by Google uh, for the search engine result page, the SERP. Um, and then you want to make sure that it's, it's in the first H1 tag, you know, of that actual page. All right. Hopefully that makes sense uh, there, but super important. It's always been important with Google and I don't ever really see that going away. You want to have meta description that sells the click. So, so the meta descriptions no longer. So way back in the early days of, of the internet, the meta description is um, something that, that tells Google, right. Uh, what this page is about. Okay. Um, it's something that's kind of in the background and a lot of SEOs will will really focus and still, and I see it to this day, they really, they still focus on the meta descriptions. The meta descriptions got to have your keywords, blah, 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 and all that kind of stuff. Google wised onto that a long time ago, and the meta description doesn't matter for SEO. What it matters, though, for is the click, right? So we like to put in clear call to actions, right? As well as keywords that matches up with, with their search, okay? As they go to that search engine uh, result page, and... And really that call to action, click here to find out more, right? Or call us at your phone number. So having that kind of a clear call to action, every single page on every single one of your, your descriptions is, is important. Okay, Emily asked, uh, what's an H1 tag? An H1 tag is your, your top heading tag. So an H1 is uh, um, 
I'm going to geek out here for a minute. And, and <laughs> uh, so when I first learned uh, HTML, right, that's the language that, that um, is the underlying language that, that tells you what um, a browser, hang on, I'm going to illustrate this real quick. We're going to stop here for just a second. I'm going to illustrate this. I'm going to go to our own website, go to roofingsites.com. So this is our first H1 tag. Okay. Our first heading tag, that's what an H1 is. Okay. So if you look at the underlying code and again, I'm going to geek out here, right? There's all this underlying code that builds this page. Okay. There's, um, you know, this is all your meta description. This is the underlying code that tells Google what this page is about. Um, there's a whole bunch of cascading style sheet stuff. That's what these things are. We've got a Google tag manager in here, blah, 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 all that stuff. Right. But if we come down here, we're going to see, um, Actually, I have to do a search, turn your roofing website. So if I did search for turn your roofing website into a marketing machine here, right? If I go to the initial, uh, keep scrolling left, uh, tag here, where did it go? Uh, you would see an H1 tag. All right. So headings, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to spend too much time on this, but uh, you, so H1, this is an H2. Okay, uh, heading two, heading one tag, heading two, uh, heading one, heading two, and so forth, right? Uh, these are these are all, um, if you imagine kind of like an outline uh, inside of Microsoft Word, these would be like the titles of the sections. And, and that's semantically how Google wants you to build out a page, okay? Uh, hopefully I didn't geek out too much there, Emily. <laughs> Give me one if that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, cool. So the thing to take away from that is that you want this to have your keyword in it. Okay. On your search pages. Okay. Um, that's the most important part of that. And it has to be up at the top of the page because Google, as it's reading that page, as a search engine spider is going through that page, you know, you want to make sure that it's actually going to show that, or it's going to place that importance on that, on that heading one tag. Okay, here we are. All right, so the other thing that we'd like to do is we put our name, address, and phone number in the footer. And we do that for Google Maps purposes to make sure that that Google Maps, right, uh, um, as Google's spiders goes through, they see, oh, okay, this is the, the name, address, and phone number that exactly matches up with the maps over here. Okay, great. This is the company that belongs to this. Everything matches up there. So... You want to make sure that that actually uh, is down there. I'd like to put it down in the in the footer of every page, um, and then blog with ongoing updates and syndication. So the reason that we blog for our clients, we we write articles, educational articles for our clients. The reason that we do that beyond actually placing trust, right? When a visitor comes to your website, they see that you're you're you're, you know, educating them on what's going on, you know, in their mind and on their house, any of that kind of stuff, right? Um, we want to make sure that we're giving Google's search engine spiders exactly what it wants. And what it exactly consumes, those spiders, is text. The more regular that you give them that text and the more targeted those are towards the keywords that you're trying to get ranked for, the higher up you will go up in the search engine result pages, okay? So 
I call it spider food. This is because you're feeding those search engine spiders. Okay. Um, now, lately, we have been now syndicating that content out to um, news sources because guess what? These all of these news sources, you know, Fox, um, CBS, ABC, all of these stations want and need content, right? If you ever go to any of those websites, you'll see down kind of at the bottom, you know, a whole section of of content. Well, we've tapped into that, and uh, we have for our clients, we feed all of those news sources. And, and guess why? Those news sources are really, really trusted by Google. And so therefore it helps with uh, rankings a lot. Okay. So every single blog that we write for our, our clients, we not only uh, post it to Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn and, and Instagram and Google My Business, but we also syndicate that out to all of these other news and really trusted news sources. And you want to focus, obviously, and we talked about this earlier on page speed for desktop and mobile. Okay. Both of those are super, super important. Google has placed more and more importance on mobile, on their mobile speed lately. Okay. In the, in the past year. So you want to make sure that it, it works there. And that's, that's really what it comes down to all of these steps here for on page optimization. So let's talk about off page optimization. What does that mean? So off page, so you have to, uh, Google really comes down to two things. It, it, it's it's the on-page optimi optimization of the website and all of those things that we just talked about. But there's the other the other part of the equation is, is off-site, right? What are you doing off-site? So those those backlinks that I was just talking about that are linking back from, you know, Fox and, and, and CBS and ABC and all that kind of stuff, you know, I think that um, Google started out as having those two things as their algorithm, right? And nowadays there's thousands of things that, that go into their algorithm. However, it really still comes down to those two things. Okay. How strong are those links coming back to your website? All right. So how do you do some off-page SEO? All right. You want to make sure that you claim and optimize your business profile listing. Um, this is the very first thing that we do with our clients. Make sure that that is, um, in your hands, right? Not somebody else's hands or, or just unverified. We want to verify it and get it into your hands as well as our hands, because we're going to go out there and we're going to optimize that listing. You want to get lots of citations across the web. So these are name, address, and phone number, and also website, by the way, in a whole bunch of different directories um, that Google wants to see you in. So the more that that all matches up, the better. Okay. Um, I think the last time, um, we looked at our citations that we build. I think we build somewhere in the range of three or 400 um, of these links and these directory listings uh, for our clients right out of the gate because it's super, super important, you know? Um, all right. You want to build up uh, online reviews, right? We talked about online reviews. You can use all sorts of different tools. We have one built in uh, for our purposes. Um, and then you want to build authoritative links back to your website from other websites. Um you know, it's, it's kind of important thing. So let's say that your NRCA uh, listing does not have a backlink, right? That's an easy one. Get that, get that NRCA, um, you know, listing your directory listing in the NRCA, make sure that it has a backlink back to your website. Okay. Um, and then that strategic content syndication, that's what we were just talking about. Those blogs that, that we syndicate out. Um, I want to make sure that you do that. Okay. All right, everybody's still with me. I'm still talking a lot. We're on uh, slide number 33, believe it or not. Give me a one in the chat if you are. Awesome, cool. Okay, 
So how do we build backlinks with that have authority? Um, the That's kind of the trick of SEO, right? Once the pages are built and optimized and it's links, links are what drive those rankings, right? Links and ongoing content. Because if, if you stop doing either one of those two things, you're going to see that your, your listings are going to go down, right? Um, it used to be, right, who has the most links uh, would win the battle, right? It was king of the hill. Um, nowadays, it's about the most quality links, right? Uh, you want to make sure that your links that are coming back, like what I just illustrated with the NRCA, um, any local links that you have around your own area that you can possibly get as a sponsorship. Um, I have seen, you know, uh, nonprofits that have a, a very high uh, domain authority uh, for their website and you get a backlink from them. You donate a thousand dollars per year or something like that to them. You, you get a really good backlink, you know, um, now, is that against Google's terms of services? Absolutely. Pretty much anything and everything is against their terms of services when it comes to SEO. So um, just, just know that, right? Don't go out and buy backlinks from uh, some random guy on Fiverr or anything like that. Okay. But we want to make sure that we are building backlinks on a regular uh, basis here, right? So we're constantly adding those backlinks every single month. Sorry, I'm flipping around here. I need to just use my button here. Okay, so um, real quick, on page, you want to make sure you have pages for each service, optimize those titles, H1s, URLs, images, all of these things, right? Make sure you have unique content for every page. For Google My Business, you want to claim and optimize those that listing. You want to add, um, sometimes we use Yes, we use another tool that uh, helps us build those, those citations out, uh, get into the major uh, data aggravate, aggregators, not aggravators, aggregators, uh, and then put systems into place on driving those online reviews because reviews really, really do matter. Um, ongoing content, you want to push new blog posts out uh, and you want to leverage the signals that you're sending to Google, right, uh, by syndicating out that content, all right? Um, hopefully this all makes sense. I'm kind of speeding up here because we are past the hour uh, on this, all right. So this is inside of the workbook. This is the checklist, right? This is the actual checklist that to, to just literally go right down through it and make sure that, that you have all of these things done uh, for each of your uh, pages to make sure that it's optimized for search engine rankings, right? Okay, we're going to pause here again real quick. Any key takeaways? What'd you learn? What'd you notice? Anything that you'd like to share? It seems like there's a lot of work that needs to get done behind this. How do we go about doing this? SEO is a lot of work. Uh, it's good to have one person dedicated to doing this and not uh, the owner of the business, right? Um, make sure that uh, whoever that you do have doing this actually knows what they're doing. Um, there, It's easy to mess things up uh, when it comes to Google. So you want to make sure that you have someone that you trust um, that knows how to do these optimization tag um, app optimization tasks. Okay. Um, obviously we do that, but uh, you know um, if you want to attempt to do it on yourself, you know, by yourself, that's fine. I, I would just say as a business owner, try not to do everything yourself, you know, uh, for that. Okay. Anything else? 
All right. We're going to go ahead and plow ahead. So next question, are you ranking on the Google Maps area, right? Super, super important. We've gone over a lot of this stuff. Um, you want to make sure that you are ranked because it gets around 44% of the clicks and calls, right? Um, Google Maps matters. Um, so here is our proven uh, formula. I got to get my head out of the way here. <coughs> Uh, for getting ranked in three pack, right? Uh, for Google My Business, you want to make sure that you give them signals that you uh, uh, build those citations, right? As they're like literally um, three or four hundred that you could easily build. Um, we use a combination of someone that builds them by hand, as well as an aggregator service, something like Yext, that um, will actually just you, you put it in once and it and it pushes it out to a whole bunch of directories. Okay, um, it's important that your name, address, and phone number are exactly like what they are on Google My Business. It's very, very important to do that, okay? So a good, for instance, is that if you have street, you know, let's say it's one, two, three, um, you know, Aggie Street. I'm an Aggie, right? So uh, one, two, three, Aggie Street, that if it is ST period on Google Maps, that your citations all have ST period and not street spelled out or ST with no period. Okay. Hopefully that makes sense. You want to make sure that you get reviews um, on a regular basis. Uh, this is why uh, we put all of our clients into our review machine. Um, and one, it, it, it tells Google that, that you're reputable. Number two, it tells the visitor that is coming to your um, maps, uh, listing that, that you're relevant and that you're, you're trustworthy. Right. And what that does is that the more reviews that you get, the higher up that you go in, in those rankings. Okay. So that's another very, very important thing to do. And then you've got to do on page SEO. You've got to tell Google, this is the authoritative website that matches up with this service area. Okay. And you do that through that on-page SEO that we talked about, as well as off-page SEO, linking back, right? So the, the stronger that your organic listing is, uh, the stronger that your website is for uh, um, ranking on the search engine result pages, the higher up you're going to be inside of the Google Maps area. So here's the checklist that you can go down through. Have you claimed and verified your Google business listing? You can't imagine how many people that I run across that haven't even bothered to do that. Um, have you properly optimized your Google My Business listing? Are they on the major directories? How many reviews do you have? Um, and do you have a proactive strategy for getting new on online reviews every single day? Uh, as you close out a job, you want to ask for that review um, multiple times. And are you posting to Google My Business weekly and responding to questions, right? Sometimes you get questions through uh, Google My Business. Google pays attention to that. And if, if you're not responding to those questions, um, they might not rank you, okay? Um, all right, so let's talk about paid, right? Paid is something that, um, you know, we've talked about. It is important, in my opinion, because you want to take up as many spots as you possibly can on the Google search engine result page, okay? You want to make sure that uh, foundation is, is strong. So you've got your SEO working. Uh, you've got your maps listing working. And then you start your pay-per-click stuff. And with all of those signals that, that you're, you're telling Google, 
um, that you are the most relevant roofing contractor in whatever area that you're in, right? They, they reward you by having to pay for, you know, less per click. Uh, so all of these things really, really help drive um, all of those uh, um, results, really, you know. Um, you want to make sure that you have social media set up, you're, you're in online directories, you're in paid lead services, all of those things, right, is is your foundation, right? Okay. Now, I like this little slide here because this gives you kind of that, that tiered, you know, your, your organic SEO when it comes to paid clicks, right, is the, the foundation. The next up is social media. Have you claimed all of your social media accounts do you post on a regular basis do those do those posts link back to your website you know all of those types of things do you have paid directories and then and then once you have all that going then you want to make sure that that you do your pay-per-click okay because you're going to get rewarded because all that is set up and are you taking advantage of paid online marketing opportunities right and this is adwords google now google ads it used to be adwords uh, local service ads, uh, there's the Google guarantee, uh, paid Angie's list, paid yellow pages, paid Yelp. You can, you know, that's completely up to you whether you, whether you do those types of things. I don't see a whole lot of um, business actually being driven from those three. Um, there's also um, a home advisor, you know, that you can pay as well. You know, the, the problem with a lot of those services are that you have to be the very first uh, contractor, you know, cause they typically go out to three or four, uh, you know, different companies that one lead goes out to three or four different companies. And so the very first one that gets to that lead actually wins. All right. Can it really drive results? Absolutely. Right. So let's talk about this, right. Um, number of leads here for this company got uh, 224 with a conversion rate, of 40%, uh, that led to 59 book jobs. Um, the average ticket again was $15,000. Um, and oops, I've got a typo in here. That should be 59. Uh, and I'm betting that my math is wrong on the other end there too. So 59 times 15,000 is 885,000. So my math was correct on that. So I had a little typo there, but, um, you know, you can easily drive a lot of, of, uh, jobs to your roofing company simply by having a good Google ads campaign set up, right? This uh, ROI was 96, right? Because they were spending on that uh, $9,000. Okay. So $9,000 got them 885. And I don't know about you. If I get a, and let's see, I've got another typo here. If, if, if I'm getting a, a 2X ROI, I'm going to spend that all day long. So having something like a 96X ROI is just amazing. Okay. Um, okay. So let's talk about why most pay-per-click campaigns fail. Um, one, they said on, uh, only one ad group for all of the services. Um, that's just a rookie mistake that I see all the time. Um you know, you want to have a different ad group for each of the different types of, of main keywords. Okay. Um, don't use specific text ads and landing pages for groups of keywords. Um, one of the biggest things that I see uh, why uh, PPC campaigns fail is, is they're driving them to their, to their homepage, right? You want to have a singular page that matches up with that ad group and the keywords in that ad group, right? A single page for each one of those. Um, and then the last 
comes down to the conversions for that page. There's no strong call to actions or offers on the actual landing page that we're driving traffic to. That's, that's, you know, when, 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 when I talk to people and they're like, Oh, I've tried pay-per-click ads in the past, or I'm, I'm running them now, but they're not very good. we look at them. These are the main things that we see, you know, uh, that, and that's just because you've got to make sure that, that you do all of these things, right? If you do, Google's going to reward you. You're going to get more leads. You're going to get more sales. Okay. Are you tapping? Ooh. Are you tapping into Google local services? This is another one that's come up in the past couple of years, right? Google local services are these um, right up here, the, the Google guaranteed. Um, they're driving uh, a, a decent amount of sales right now. So um, if you're not set up with local service ads, you know, reach out to me, Ross, and um, we will definitely help you get, get hooked up because these are very important to be um, on the very top. I mean, if you look at the importance that, that Google has, has placed on this one, they it's on the very top of the search engine result page. Number two, they bring your reviews in. Okay. Again, coming back to those reviews and how important that reviews are and the rating of those reviews, right? It also is important here. You know, how, how long have you been in business, right? That's obviously a, a major thing, right. In, in going through anybody's mind, because look at this, who are you going to call when, when you're, when you're lined up with these, these three right here, one that's been in uh, business a year, one that's been in business five years, or one that's been in business for 23 years. Most of the time they, this one right here is going to get the click in the call. Okay. So super, super important there. All right. So here's the checklist uh, for paid online marketing. Are you running Google local service ads? Uh, make sure that you max out that budget. Are you running retargeting ads? Um, are you running Google ads? Uh, do you strategically target with specific ad groups and text and landing pages? Do you have conversion tracking in place? Um, are you running targeted Facebook ads? Um, you know, that's something that we really didn't even talk about yet here in, and Facebook ads are also drive, drive traffic, right? So placing a little bit of a budget behind, um, uh, you know, those Facebook ads are, are important to get in again, as, as omnipresent as you can possibly get in your market. You know, um, do you have premium ads on Angie's list, Yelp, uh, city search, Yelp pages, uh, home advisor, those types of places. Um, and actually that's home advisors. The next one here, paper lead services, right? Um, so we don't do those bottom two for our clients typically, um, but we typically recommend our, our clients coming in that if you do have those running already and they are successful, don't take them away, right? Um, let's let's continue with those. All right. Um, we're, we're, oh my gosh, we're almost an hour and a half into this. Okay. All right. Thank you for sticking around so far. Do we have any uh, insights here? Um, anything that has stuck out to you so far? What did you notice? What would you like to share? Give me one at least if you're still with me here. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, doing pay-per-click ads. Um, you need to have them for the different services that you do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sure. I can see how that can be important. And make sure you have a, you know, a call thing. But I, I do agree. It was kind of funny. You said you know, companies that have been in business for a while should have about 800 you know, Google reviews, obviously yeah. there's a lot of people that struggle with them and people are doing paper click ads 
that seems like they have the least amount of, of reviews, but we kind of fall into that number one cat or the, that center category where we've been in business for 20 years and, you know, yeah. probably have a hundred, you know, reviews. So we're, we're extremely behind in, uh, in doing that. Yeah. And a and hundred is a good number to shoot for initially. Right. But yeah, you should have, you know, if you've been in business for 20 years and, and you're installing, you know, I don't know what, what, how many are y'all installing uh roof replacements are y'all doing about 20, 40 or so per year? 20 or 40 roofs. Yeah. Replacements. Oh no, certainly more than that. I mean, we're, okay. we're largely a commercial roofing company. Uh -huh. uh, but, you know, we have a residential division that we yeah. really haven't put a lot of focus on that we want to ramp back up. But we're mm -hmm. certainly, you know, more than 40 uh, roofs a year in the residential Good. department. Cool, cool. But yeah. we have, you know, we've just done shotgun blast marketing stuff here and there and haven't been strategic. And um, But now i got Emily here who's uh, dedicated solely awesome. uh, on marketing. Um, so we're going to start working toward this meeting. Awesome. awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, on, on those reviews, uh, I've got a, um, a potential client that we're talking with that, uh, they've been in business for a hundred years, but yet they have 10 reviews. And I'm like, there's a big discrepancy there, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. if y'all been in business since, you know, uh, 1918, I think is what they, what they uh, went into business. You know, you need a lot more reviews than that for sure. Um, wow. So, yeah. Okay. All right. So we're going to push ahead here. Let's talk social media real quick. Um, social media is important, obviously, you know, and I talk to roofers all the time that they're like, oh, well, I've tried social media and, and it doesn't work. And well, it's probably just because you don't have a system in place. Right. And that's what it all, if, if, if there's one thing that I want you to take away from all of this is that, you know, our businesses um, are made up of systems right? You're, you're, you have a system to replace a roof, right? I guarantee if you've done more than five of those, you have a system to do that, right? So why do you not have a system in place for your marketing, right? Marketing is a very systemized task that, that you need to do over and over and over again. Okay. So social media is important and this has become way more important in the past decade right? But yet I, I come across roofers that they're not on Facebook, right? They're not on uh, Instagram. They're, they're not even on LinkedIn, right? And those are the kind of the top three to me. Uh, Twitter has always been kind of in that, in that grouping as well. But, um, you know, there's weird things happening with Twitter right now. So who knows what the direction on that's going to be. Uh, but we do go ahead and make sure that you have a presence there because, and then the other problem that I see is that roofers will have, they're, they're very um, sporadic on their posting, right? So um, as you look back through their social feed, you'll see like, okay, well, there was a post here from two years ago and that was their last post. And then they had like five posts on one day, like uh, the day before that, right? And so it's, it's obvious that they're very sporadic about it. But the problem is nowadays especially after COVID, the very first thing going through anyone's mind that comes across your social channels is that if you haven't posted in a year or more, the very first thing going through their mind is, is this, are they even in business anymore? 
right? And that's the very last thing that you want going through anyone's mind when you're trying to sell them a roof replacement, okay? So you have to be active on social media. And social media, obviously it, it, it drives more repeat business and more referrals, okay? So super, super important to be on there. There's, you know, <laughs> Google or sorry, Facebook has... I think it's exceeded this number. I think this is extremely old, uh, 1.6 billion users. I think they're closer to like, uh, you know, double that at this point. Real users, who knows on that one, right? Uh, but each user, you know, this is a statistic that that we got a couple of years ago, you know, uh, had an average of 135 friends. I checked in six to nine times per day. I think that number is way up um, on on is how many times that people check in per day, right? Um Sorry, I think I've I missed a lot of my slides here on social media, but uh, here's here's what I like to see because one of the biggest questions that I do get asked is, well, okay, so we got to do social media. What should we post on social media, right? One, you need to post videos, okay? Because Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, obviously, is is they're all about videos, right? All of these platforms are becoming more and more about videos. So you need to be placing um, video content up there. So what kind of video content? One. I love education, education sells, right? So if you can take this thousand dollar machine that's sitting in your pocket, right? Turn it around and start talking about something that you're seeing that is a common question in your, in your area, right? Let's, let's, so right now you'd be talking maybe about ice dams, right? Or you'd be talking about um, if you're up North, right? If, if you're getting a lot of snow, um, you'd be talking about those things, Um Common other other common things are are like here in Texas we get a lot of hailstorms right so what should you be worried about as you look up at your roof you know if you see lifted shingles you know these are the types of things that that um, you know would drive business to you so you talk about those things on video um, the other things to post are like testimonials. We like to um, posting testimonials, just take them directly from Google my business and, and um, put them into an image and, and post them out periodically. Um, we post things like happy or Merry Christmas, happy new years. Right. Um, and then the other thing I like before and after pictures, right? This is what it looked like before. This is what it like, uh, looks like now. Right. Um, we've got some clients that, that uh, we've designed these, uh, 100% satisfied uh, signs, you know, those yard signs with your logo on it that um, they have their clients or their customers hold up right in front of their newly done house, right? 100% satisfied. That's that social proof, right? Um, that, that These are all quick and easy things that, that you can add into your social mix here um, as well as those blogs, right? We were talking about those blogs, those educational blogs that you're writing for, uh, for Google, but also for, for, you know, social, let's go ahead and post them there. Um, uh, what else do we like to post Ross? Do you, I, I know you've got a whole list of things that you'd like to get from clients. Yeah. I mean, it's just going through whatever content they could provide essentially. That's what it comes down to, yeah. but yeah, we have a whole list and, um, yeah, it's pretty much like what Chris touched on and then a whole bunch more too. So, and it's even things like little quotes from the client as well too. So, yeah. um, yes, yeah, we give them the list and whatever the client can provide us back, we definitely, uh, utilize and push it out to yeah. all these social sites. Yeah. And it's, and, and, and really the key is just 
you're, 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 you're feeding all of this stuff into the social channels, into Facebook and say Instagram, into, into TikTok. If you're going to do TikTok and into Twitter, LinkedIn, you know, if, if you're doing commercial, you should be on LinkedIn for sure, you know, because you're more B2B and it's really about those relationships that you're building and your success stories, right. Um, be sharing those things out. So, um, okay. So let's talk about email marketing. Um, Email marketing is super important, right? You've got to stay top of mind. Um, we do it. Uh, there's all sorts of different platforms out there. Uh, we use our own platform nowadays called uh, the Appointment Machine. Uh, but you know, Mailchimp and Constant Contact are the two most popular ones that that um, a lot of small businesses use. And this is an activity that should be done every single month, in my opinion, to your entire database, right? And you're just simply doing it to stay top of mind so that when they do have an issue with a roof or, or they, they need to uh, get you to come out and inspect it. You're the first person, you're the first company, sorry, that, that they think of. Okay. Um, this time of year, send out a picture with you and your staff, you know, dressed in the Santa hats or something like that, you know um, something just to stay in their inbox. Um, very, very important thing to do and to, and I like to provide value, uh, first in the form of education, you know, uh, things like this, what I'm doing right here, right. I'm going to leverage this, uh, and, and send it out to my database, which is around 5,000 people right now. So, you know, we want to make sure that you're constantly doing that. And again, because you want to stay top of mind when they do want to make that buying decision. Okay. Um, okay. So, uh, other things to, to send out email on, uh, is, uh, send an email out after every service call requesting that review, right? We talked about that, uh, send an email out a few days after asking them to engage on social media. Hey, have you, uh, you know, have you followed us on, on Facebook yet? Um, send out a monthly email newsletter, right? It's just these kind of easier tasks, right? That, that a lot of businesses that I see, not just roofing companies, you know, we work with a lot of other contractors, we work with lawyers and, and a lot of them just fail to do all of this stuff. Okay. Um, so here's the checklist on social media. Um, you know, do you have your business profiles even set up? Um, are you posting, uh, getting engagement there and are you updating them on a regular basis? Okay. Um, super important stuff to do. Now let's talk real quick here. And this is something that, that has become near and dear to me in the past year or so. Um, you know, a lot of roofers, uh, a lot of roofing contractors hire us and, <laughs> and then they don't convert those leads. Right. And what I get, what I hear from them a lot are that, you know, these, these are trash leads, right? No, they're not. And here's why, um, you're treating the leads that are coming from digital marketing the same way that you treat a lead that's coming from a referral source. That's why they're not working. Okay. Um, with cold leads, with, with people who are calling from your website or calling from Google, my business are calling, you know, you have to be Johnny on the spot. You have to pick up that phone call every single time. Um, we had a client once that was picking up one out of every 10 phone calls and we asked him why. And he said, well, that's how I'm filtering out, uh, you know, bad leads. And I'm like, that's not how sales works, man. You know? So, uh, you know, you have to pick up the phone. That's the very first thing. Number two, um, 
is that if someone fills out a form on your website, schedules an appointment, you have to follow up. You have to, in fact, the, the latest research uh, from uh, Harvard Business Review just just released uh, uh, some latest research that said one you have to pick up the you have to call them within five minutes okay you have to and and if not then you're eight times less likely to actually get that sale okay so um, if you wait thirty minutes if you wait an hour if you wait till the next day to call them back right um, you're gonna you you you've just made it that much harder okay. Um, and so the other part is that you have to follow up multiple times. Most roofers that I talk with only follow up with their leads, with their sales, their, their incoming digital marketing leads. They only follow up with them once, maybe twice, right? The latest research shows from Harvard Business Review that you have to follow up with them at least eight times. Now, I'm in a, I'm in a mastermind group where we're tackling this problem. Some of the, the agency owners are saying that they're actually seeing it closer to 15, 17 times that they have to follow up and call and text and email and call and, and text and, and email and call and text and email. They have to have 17 you know, touches uh, before they actually convert them into an appointment. Okay. So what does that mean for roofers? Well, Anything, if you're paying for digital marketing services, you have to have a team that is that is picking up the phone. It can't just be one person anymore, right? You have to, because if that person's on the phone, you've got to pick up that phone call, okay? Number two, you've got to have someone in place that is is following up and working those leads, okay? So um, we have actually put a new division in place here at, at, at uh, roofingsites.com that's tackling that problem because it's a major problem and we're, we're bridging that gap in between <clears throat> marketing and sales. So we have a team that's taking those phone calls. We have a team that is then also working the, the leads that are coming in through Facebook and coming in through your website and coming in through Google My Business and coming in through all these different places. They're working those leads, they're qualifying them, and then they set an appointment for you. Okay. Um, because of the simple fact that unconverted leads is the biggest problem that I see facing all contractors out there, not just roofing contractors. Okay. Um, 50, like, like here's a stat, you know, 50 to 60% of them are, uh, inbound leads are left, uh, unconverted, right? That's a huge amount of money that's sitting left there on the table. Um, 90% of web forms fail to convert, Right. Um, I had a client tell us the other day, hey, these these leads aren't calling me back. <laughs> and I laughed at him. I'm like, that's not how sales works, right? With with uh, you know, digital uh leads. You have to call and follow up with them, right? Um, so you know, it's it's just super important. Leads that aren't followed up within 15 minutes go cold. The latest stat is really five minutes. I need to change this slide to say five minutes. The average customer must be followed up with five to seven times before booking. And today's consumer prefers to interact via text message. That's another important piece, right? Versus a phone call or an email, all right? Um, so we, our CRM, the appointmentmachine.com, right? Um, it has a way to text message out and we've automated a lot of these text message campaigns, right? These, um, in order to get that interaction going, right? Um, we have found that text message is are, you know, about eight times more likely uh, to actually 
respond back to you versus an email. Okay. So, um, if you don't have a text message platform in place, an easy way to follow up with those leads, um, you know, definitely give us a holler. Uh, you know, it's, it's one of the most important things that you can do for your business that, that will drive those conversions, you know, way higher. And the solution is uh, make sure that that you're leveraging marketing automation, you know, what I was just talking about, uh, and to follow up with those web forms within two minutes. I like to do it like within 30 seconds, right? And these are simple conversational type things um, that are, hey, you know, this is Chris with uh, roofingsites.com. How can we help you? When's a good time for me to call, right? You always want to drive them into that phone call, even if they're they're responding via text message, Okay. Um, if they prefer text message, that's okay. If you're on the platform, you're just sitting there texting on that, on that platform. And since it's in a CRM, the, the advantage is that the business owner can go and look at those interactions at any given point and you see exactly what your sales staff is doing. Okay. Um, and then automate those follow-ups, uh, so that their, the prospect is touched every five, you know, touch five plus times. I like way more than that, obviously. Um, and engage via that two-way text messaging. And this is kind of, I uh, took a screenshot here of this, of the CRM, just to kind of give you an idea. This is uh, one of our clients' pipelines here. Um, you know, as you can see, they, they, they've got different stages set up, new leads coming in, their follow-up, uh, booking confirmed, and, and, and so forth. So you can see where, where your leads are coming from, where they're going, all that kind of stuff, okay? And then this is, an, uh, I took a screenshot here of an example of one of our workflows. Um, this is our uh, um, contact form workflow. So if someone fills out a contact form on the website, it's assigned to a user. Uh, they get a, uh, internally, they get an SMS, an email, and an internal notification from the system. Um, it's they, It creates an opportunity. It adds a tag to that that customer and further down the line here, what, what you don't see are all the interactions with, with the um, customer that filled out the form. So um, those can all be built out and automated and should be in my opinion, um, because that's just one less thing that you have to remember to do. Okay. And that's what technology is, is out there for. All right. So are you leveraging email and marketing automation, following up with the leads five minutes? Do you have a conversion campaign set up in place? Uh, that they're getting touched uh, five to seven times. Again, I'd like way more than that. Do you have a database with your customers' email addresses? This is another common thing that I see. Sorry, I'm switching back and forth. I need to get my finger off of the wheel. Um, this is a very common thing that I see is that um, a lot of the roofers that that come to us are working out of a notebook, right? And um, or a um, Excel sheet, right? And they don't even have email addresses. So um, that's a huge issue. If you're not collecting email address, mobile phone number, name, and addresses and all that kind of stuff and keeping them stored in a database, you need to be doing that now, okay? Um, and then sending out that monthly newsletter, right? I, I keep touching on that, but it's super important to do. Um, and then leveraging email to get online reviews, right? Um, so... Do you have those tools in place, right? Do you have a CRM um, to track your ROI? Do you have a CRM in place to do all of these touches and so, stuff like that? And, you know, if you don't, definitely we can help. Um, <laughs> Emily, of course, yes, I know. Uh, I'm going kind of long on this, but this is a, a, an important thing. Um, absolutely, we can follow up. 
uh, for sure. All right. And have a very Merry Christmas. Uh, if y'all need to get off, we're almost at the end, by the way. Um, I think. Yeah. So you want to also make sure have a Merry Christmas, Emily. Um, you want to make sure that you have tracking in place. You know, um, most businesses don't even track any of their leads that are coming in. They don't track any of their sales or any of that kind of stuff. So, you know, if, if you don't have a CRM in place, you know, roofingsites.com has a CRM that all, all of our clients are put into. Um, I highly, highly suggest that you have a CRM that you don't, you get out of the Excel sheets and you get out of a notebook, you know, um, all right. And these are, this, these are the nine steps really to, to take, to, you know, triple your sales, right. And, uh, double, double and triple your sales by getting your internet, right. Marketing, right. You want to drive leads. You want to maximize your conversions and you want to optimize those results. Okay. So you drive leads by getting your organic, uh, SEO and directories and all of these different things in, in place. You want to have a paid strategy in place and you want to have a database that you're constantly working and generating your leads and, and constantly working those leads. Um, maximize your conversions, right? Uh, you want to have a website that converts. You want to have uh, a solid reputation um, in online reviews and you want to have um, automation set up in place because if you don't, that lead comes in at midnight or you know, by the time you wake up in the morning, they're going to be long gone. Okay. Um, optimize those results through your spend, your total spend, uh, make sure that you have the right budget in place. Um, and that you know what your average cost per lead is, right? That should be one of your KPIs that you are tracking that, you know, so that you can measure your return on investment. Okay. So if you need any help, uh, let's, uh, post let's talk in the comments um and uh ross or i can help and um uh, let's go from there anyone need any help right now with anything all right give me one if you are um if you're still with me awesome one 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 awesome okay cool all right so Let's go over some action items, uh, top action items, right? What are the top things that you can take away today? Is it is it fixing your website? Is it fixing your reviews? Um, getting a review machine put into place? Um, is it uh, posting to your social channels, right? Or even setting up your social channels. Um, let's take a minute here and put in our top action items because, you know, if, if, if you take anything away from this, this workshop, make sure that you know that, that if we put a couple of things down here right now, let's, let's write them down. Let's put them on a calendar. Let's block and tackle those things and get those things taken care of. All right. We're going to take a second here. Any questions from anyone? If you've got these top action items already done, that's fine. Go ahead and put a one in, in if you're ready to move on to our next step. Next slides. I think we're near the end. One, 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 one. All right, cool. Awesome. All right. So what we covered here today in this workshop, because this was a workshop, we did have a workbook. We went through the worksheet. Um, one, 
hopefully you set your clear goals and targets for the year. Um, two, realign your KPIs and tracking to achieve those outcomes. <clears throat> Three, map out your plan for accomplishment. <laughs> Sorry. Put your budget in place. Figure out the channels that, that you're going to um, budget for this next upcoming year. Um, we went over a lot of important trends uh, that's happened in this past year to even upwards of a decade uh, here. Um, and if you do all of this right now, we're going to set you up for massive su success in 2023 and beyond. Okay. Now, if you would like a free online marketing plan review, right? After we just went through all of this, let us know. Call 888-308-2168 or go to roofingsites.com forward slash schedule. And one of our um, marketing experts will get with you. We'll go through your, your um, campaign, uh, your marketing plan, and, and we'll schedule this out, right? We'll get, we'll get it lined out for the next year. Um, super, super important things to do, right? So analysis of your online visibility, we're going to look at your keywords, your ranking reports, online directory listings, all of these things we're going to look at and we're going to build a plan for you. Okay. Regardless of, of you doing business with us or not, I think it's important if, if we're going to help double the, the size of a uh, hundred roofing companies by 2027, you've got to have, everyone has got to have this plan in place. Okay. All right, so let's talk. Call us, 888-308-2168. We would love to help you um, double the size of your business, right? And figure out where you need to focus the most. I think that's it. Any questions? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. If you're a roofing company owner and and you do not have this book in your hands, uh, it is the ultimate guide to digital marketing for roofers. Um, this is the exact blueprint of what you need in order to achieve success with your marketing today and to double your company. Um, I released this in June of this past year. Um, I've already made a few updates uh, to it uh, that you can download um, in the back of the book, it shows you, you know, where to go to, to download all of the resources. This is a living document here. This is also the past 20 plus years of ex my experience in the online marketing industry. If you don't have that in your hand, go to go.roofingsites.com, fill out the form there, and I will send this to you for free. Okay. Absolutely. No strings attached. I will send it to you for free. And this gives you the exact blueprint of what you need uh, in order to get your digital marketing right. All right. Okay. I think that's it. I talked way too much today. It's almost two hours. Oh my gosh. All right. Thank you so much for sticking with me so far on this. And if you made it all the way to the end, give yourself a high five, a fist bump, because this is the most important thing that you can do this year for your business, in my opinion. Okay, is to get all this stuff right. All right. And if I don't talk to y'all until after Christmas, which is highly likely because it is December 23rd right now and it's Friday, uh, right before Christmas, have a very, very Merry Christmas, uh, Happy New Year, and we will see you in the new year in 2023. Let's go uh, make it super successful for everyone. Thanks and bye.